All this week on The Takeaway, we've got a series called Hysterical, Women and Rage. And lots of you had something to say. Hi, my name is Tanya, and I'm calling from Tampa, Florida. This is Lois. I'm calling from Harlem. Lisa from Homewood, Illinois. Susan from Anchorage, Alaska. No, I'm not allowed to express my anger at work. I either get reprimanded. The last time I expressed anger, I basically freaked everybody out who witnessed it. I'm stuck trying to get by without speaking up for myself, which is very hard for me. I find that if I express my anger with words that might include an expletive, I find that I am immediately criticized for using the expletive, and my message is never goes beyond that. As a professional black woman in my 60s, I cannot begin to enumerate the myriad consequences of expressing my anger. I wanted to conduct an experiment to test an assumption I was hearing a lot about in the news that women might get backlash when they express anger. That's Jessica Salerno, a psychology professor at Arizona State University. So I looked at this in the context of a group decision-making situation, specifically jury deliberation. So basically the setup was this. The participant would read the facts supporting the case and then make a decision. That person would then be introduced to a group of fellow jurors in an online chat room. The catch, those other participants, were plants working from a controlled script. So we set it up so that whatever opinion the participant had, once they started deliberating with their group online, they learned that everyone agreed with them except for one person, that there was a dissenting holdout who was trying to convince the group to change their mind. That holdout would either have a male or female name and would deliver their arguments in a calm or angry tone. We added some capital letters and some exclamation points and some statements of anger so that they got the impression that the holdout juror was angry. And then Jessica and her colleagues crunched the numbers. When the holdout was expressing no emotion at all, that holdout was able to convince people to change their verdict, to change their mind, about 7% of the time, regardless of whether they were a male or female holdout. But when they expressed anger, we saw that the men were able to change. um, That went from 7% to 18%. So they're about two and a half times more likely to make people change their mind when they expressed anger. But for the women, we saw that when they expressed anger, it dropped to zero. So when women expressed anger, not one person in that condition changed their mind. And those results were the same for both male and female participants. The takeaway here is that um, when men express anger, that anger leads to influence over other people. People saw him as more competent and commanding, and that made them doubt their own opinion and gave him influence. But when a woman expresses the same anger and the same opinions, we found that that hurts her. So they saw her as more emotional and then led her to have less influence over their opinion. Now, of course, there's another study that you have coming out soon. It's similar to the 2015 study, but this one is focused on attorneys. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, my previous study and most research tends to look at contexts where we aren't supposed to be expressing emotion, like juries, the workplace. I wanted to see if there might be an exception for women that they might be able to get away with expressing anger when it's a, a profession or a workplace where you're supposed to express emotion. So attorneys are supposed to express their opinions in court with indignation and anger because it shows that they have conviction about their case. So um, in the next study, instead of jurors, we showed people um, videotapes of a bunch of actors. Um, or They're real lawyers, but acting 
um, in a courtroom and delivering a closing statement, either in a calm manner or in an angry manner. And again, we had both male and female attorneys. And so we found, unfortunately, the same pattern (laughs) where uh, people wanted to hire angry male attorneys significantly more than calm male attorneys. But we saw the opposite for women. So they wanted to hire angry female attorneys significantly less than the calm version of the female attorney. So again, we see that men are more effective when they express anger and women are less effective when they express anger, even in a context where anger is expected and appropriate. Are there any positives to women being angry in the workplace at all? Basically, I think the implications of this is that things are very complicated for women in the workplace because if they don't express, um, if they are, are, particularly when they're in a profession where they're trying to persuade people and have influence, um, emotion is a really key part of doing that successfully. So unfortunately, they're stuck where if they don't express emotion, they might be seen as weak or not powerful, not assertive. But if they do express a traditionally masculine trait like expressing anger, then they get backlash. And I think, unfortunately, that might lead women to think that they shouldn't express anger (laughs) anymore. And I think that that would be unfortunate because that is going to contribute to the overall problem, which is that there are these gender norms against women expressing anger that need to change. And I think one positive aspect of the recent Me Too movement is really interesting because that is a very large scale movement of women expressing a lot of anger and actually seeing some shift and some movement and I think part of that might be because of the the Me Too aspect of this is that they're, they're showing that this is a common experience and a common sentiment. And it's a lot harder to put a woman in the box of the crazy, ranting, hysterical woman when it's one person, when you have a large number of women expressing this and probably people, people that they know. So hopefully, although there might be some backlash of women expressing anger, hopefully an upside would be that eventually the norms will change and we won't see as much backlash. I guess what's here. frustrating to me, in, and I'm sure other women, is that we even have to have this conversation about what should we do as women women to Mm -hmm. mitigate our natural emotions. The idea that we cannot just express um, that the rest of the world doesn't won't adapt, that it's women that then have to adapt to these outdated gender norms, as you're suggesting, is is difficult. Absolutely. And that was that was one of the um, the sort of inspirations for running the first study that I'm sure no woman is surprised to hear the results of. But often I think when women try to, to state that this is a real thing, people often dismiss it as paranoia or they they talk about how, well, women just don't express anger as effectively or their voices are shrill or, well, they're not making good arguments and they're using this as an excuse. And I, you know, so I wanted to have data that we could say, no, when you hold everything constant, this is just because they think the anger is coming from a man or a woman. There's also, I think, an aspect of this where people think the anger is coming from a different place from a man versus a woman. So when women express anger, people tend to think it's because of something internal to her. She is an emotional person. There's something inside of her that is unhinged. <laughs> um, whereas for men, research shows that people tend to assume there's an external and valid cause for it. So well, he's angry because he's convicted about the case or he's angry because he had a bad day. It's not something about him. So, you know, I think we really need to change this perception that anger isn't a naturally occurring thing in women. You know, it's a human emotion. It's not a male emotion. And then we have a bonus question for you, Jessica, and we're asking all the women we're interviewing this week, is <laughs> whether or not you have a favorite song by a woman or by women to rage to. Oh, great question. <laughs> this is one when I was growing up when I was younger. I, this was my, my rage song was uh, Mother Mother by Tracy Bonham. Mother Mother Oh my God! I just said that. I did you? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Fantastic. Jessica Salerno is a psychology professor at Arizona State University. Jessica, really appreciate the time. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Mother, mother. So Jessica Salerno and I have the same favorite song by a woman to rage to. What's yours? Tweet us at The Takeaway and we want to add it to our Spotify list. Now, thanks to Takeaway listener Dr. Turfel on Twitter for giving us the suggestion of Not Ready to Make Nice by the Dixie Chicks, which we played at the beginning of the story. And tomorrow, ladies, we're talking specifically about what happens when you get angry in the workplace. Women, do you have a story of getting mad at work? What happened? And was it different than when a male colleague got mad? We really want to hear your stories, so thanks so much for listening. Tweet us at The Takeaway. Tweet me at Tanzina Vega. Call us at 877-8-MY-TAKE. I'm Tanzina Vega, and this is The Takeaway. I'm hungry. I'm dirty. I'm losing my I'm starving, I'm bleeding to death On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts.